0: Hello, and welcome to this sponsored edition of the Nolan Podcast. I'm Matt Hudson, Content Director at National Oil & Lube News, and today we have a special guest. Troy Bullock is the Director of Business Development for Throttle, a product of Matrix Imaging Solutions. And today we're talking about tuning up your shop marketing for the spring and summer months that are hopefully getting a bit busier out there for you. Are you doing today, Troy? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking, Matt. Excellent. And as I mentioned, we're moving into hopefully the busier time of the year for shops out there. Uh, I'll just hit you with a question right off the bat. What should owners and managers do to improve their marketing?
1: Man, it's a great time to be thinking about that because when it comes to attracting customers, you should really always begin by focusing on your website. 90% of customers will tell you that they're using a website to research any of their purchase decisions um every location should have its own unique website even if you have a multiple location um, group you should still have a website for each individual location um and you want to make sure that you've got all the right information on that site including things like the address directions hours of operation services you might be offering coupons and even discounts if you have those available if you don't have a website now is a really good time to go out and get one Once you've set up the site, you may also want to look into things like how search engine optimization works. By adding things like keywords or keeping content updated and fresh, you're going to keep your website listing at the top of the search engine uh, returns, and that's really where you want to be. A lot of people don't understand this, and it may sound really obvious, but if you don't have a website, you don't show up on the search engine at all. So you definitely want to make sure that you've got that handled. Finally, you may want to look into some paid searches as well, but it's probably a little more complicated than we want to get into today.
0: Sure. I, I mean, I think the bottom line is that a website can be overlooked sometimes, especially when you're running a, a physical business where people are driving by, but it 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 takes time to set up and then it takes some, some upkeep and maintenance to keep that thing updated and has the correct information, as you mentioned, some SEO best practices and whatnot, right?
1: Yep. It's critical. And it's really the main, like I said, 90% of folks are finding you through a website. So if you don't have one, it's definitely something you need to look into.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Do you have any additional tips? What else should shop owners be doing?
1: You know, after you got your website set up, another place to look that a lot of people don't pay attention to is um, mapping sites. You've got a lot of sites like Apple Maps, Google Maps, MapQuest, and Waze. And while you can always look up your address on those sites, it may not be set up where it has your brand name or your location name on the site. And you want to make sure it has that. Um, it does a lot of things for you when people are looking for directions and they want to find an oil change site or something along those lines. Um, it, it'll bring it up and show them there. If your location is not listed correctly,
0: one of the things you want to do
1: is go in and ch- check the map program. In some cases, it'll allow you to register yourself. It'll allow you to update things like hours or locations, things along those lines. But in other cases, you may actually have to look at business listings that are being pulled into these MAP programs. Business listings are generated by organizations like the Better Business Bureau and the Chamber of Commerce. These organizations scrape the internet for the information. So in a lot of cases, there can be errors in the information they pull down. Make sure that all of your information is correct on all of these business locations. There's hundreds of them. So you may want to hire somebody to help you with this.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, there are, these are separate services from a website. So we're talking, uh, like you mentioned, Google Maps or Waze. And these are uh, areas that you want to make sure that information is up to date as well, because uh, it may not be pulling from something you put you've put on your website. So it's always great to double check.
1: Yep. In addition to search engines, the next thing you have is map programs, which is a different type of search. So you want to make sure everything's correct on both of those areas.
0: Excellent. Yeah. So when we're out at uh, physical locations, uh, do you have any tips for how things can start to look brighter and trying to attract customers there?
1: Absolutely. As you mentioned, you know, it's really critical to make sure that the customer experience, once you've attracted a customer in, is the best it can possibly be. 77% of consumers say they'd spend more money with a company that provides them a good customer service um, experience than they would with one that doesn't. The first step is to make sure that everything looks clean, like you said, and inviting, that um, you've inspected all your signage and made sure it's not faded or torn or broken. You also want to make sure to check your curbs and that they're all painted. They're not scuffed where tires have ridden up on them. Make sure you clean your windows and check all of your exterior lighting as well, because every time somebody drives by, you want them to see your shop at its best. Inside, you wanna check to make sure your waiting areas, your restrooms are clean, they're inviting, and that people are, if they do come inside, they're gonna see a really inviting shop. You wanna have coffee and bottled water available for customers, especially when it's summertime. I'm from Texas and I can tell you, that is a requirement here. And I'm sure everywhere else in the country when it gets hot. And, um, you know, as I mentioned before, your good customer experience is going to be the key to growing your repeat business.
0: Yeah. Weather appropriate snacks and refreshments. That's for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know, you as you're mentioning that, there's kind of a common thread there, I think, when you're talking about know the customer experience in the physical store uh that really aligns with what we talked about on the the web and online side of things you want to think about the customer experience how they are accessing your shop physically or online and then um trying to improve that experience however possible
1: yeah every every step of this is really about making it easy to do business with you whether it's finding you on a map whether it's looking you up on a search engine whether it's coming into your store and and feeling comfortable it's, it's all about the, a, a good experience overall, getting to you and um, and making it easy to do business with you.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, so hopefully that helps get customers in the door. They start liking the place. Um, what about retention of those customers? How do you keep those folks coming back time after time?
1: Well, like I said, the most important thing, and we talked about it a second ago, is just a good customer experience. And we're talking about that, like you said, overall for everything. But um, Um, It's also important to have a good customer relationship management tool like Throttle to remind customers to come back in. They've been in your store once. Now we need to remind them to come back again, kind of improving the customer experience because we know a lot of people forget when it's time to change their oil or, you know, other things they may need to do about their car. A lot of people don't know this, but it actually costs five times more to attract a customer than it does to keep one. So it's a great investment to keep as many of your customers as you can. Beyond reminding them to come back, though, just to come back for an oil change, it's really important that we communicate with them about their unique particular vehicle. You want to recommend services for their vehicle like air filters, windshield wiper replacement or any kind of other services that may be recommended by the manufacturer or recommended by mileage. It's helpful for the customer to be reminded about things that they In addition to oil changes but it's also good for your location because um, it gives you additional sales opportunities and additional opportunities to bring customers back into your shop this is one of the reasons why it's critical that a reminder program like throttle is integrated with a pos system um you know the automation of communication is really critical you don't want to be a store manager that also has to remember to send out emails every month about everything um And a POS system keeps track of the sales history for each customer, the oil change history, additional services that have been performed, labor parts, declined services, even things like vehicle, the vehicle identification number, the VIN number, license plates and mileage. Um, We're integrated with more than 18 POS systems at Throttle. So we can tie into almost any kind of point of sale system there is. And by integrating with that, the Reminder program can allow you to create a specific one-to-one communication with each owner about their specific vehicle and where they are from a mileage, service history, and manufacturer recommendation perspective.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's all about that strategic uh, communication. You talk about a lot of it is automated. Uh, What is the best way to communicate with customers?
1: You know, I get this question all the time and you know, it's, it's a little bit obvious, but it's true. You want to communicate with customers the way they want to be communicated with, whether that's email or text or direct mail, you know, everybody's kind of got a preference of how they like to be communicated with about different things. Um, It sounds simple, but again, you're going to need a good system that can automate the ability to do this and that can reach out to customers with, an email with a text, with direct mail, and then be able to track and get back to you information on the way that they're preferring. What are they opening? Are they opening emails? If they are, then you don't necessarily need to send direct mail. If they're opening texts, you don't necessarily have to use email, but you want a system that's keeping up with all that so that you're getting those customers through the channel they're most interested in getting um, communicated with. And an omni channel approach that uses email, text, direct mail, all of the different channels really will help your program and allow you to hit an audience from Gen Z, the youngest kids that are 16 getting into their cars, all the way to baby boomers like my dad, who's 80, but still likes to get a postcard to remind him to change oil.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. I mean, you're talking about using data to better tailor that outreach for customers. Um, What about timing? What is the best time to reach out to customers?
1: Well, you know, it's funny. Timing is really based in the oil change business on mileage. Sure, A lot of people will have reminder programs that are set up on like a 90 day time frame because on average, maybe you'll drive um, 3000 miles. But I think we all know, especially after COVID, not everybody's driving a thousand miles a month anymore. So it's important that you're following their customer journey, kind of where they are. And, um, you know, because the best time to reach out to them is always going to be when they need the service, not not when you're ready for them to come back in. Um, but the other thing you want to make sure of, of as far as the best time to reach out is that you're reaching out to customers between 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. local time. Hmm. And the reason for that is most email that's sent overnight, like between the hours of 10 p.m. and 9 a.m. is ignored Um based on surveys that we've seen and actually customer interactions that we've seen. Not to mention the fact that you don't want to have an email that comes across at three o'clock in the morning and sets off a buzzer or causes something to vibrate. And then they look at it and see that it's their favorite oil change location that they're not going to want to go to again because they're tired of getting woken up at three o'clock in the morning with reminders. So <laughs> you want to be an important you know, and trusted communication source for your customer so the final thing is really just don't reach out too much. You know, Make sure that you're sending out relevant communications, timely communications. One of the things we do at Throttle is send out a monthly newsletter that's specific to the customer's vehicle. It has information from the manufacturer about what things need to be done based on their mileage. We also send out six holiday reminders, July 4th, Labor Day, um, you know, uh, Christmas and Hanukkah, Thanksgiving. And these are really not sales. They're just, you know, hey, we appreciate you as a customer. And so it's always good to have an additional touch with customers. It's really just for them and to say, hey, thanks for being part of part of our company.
0: Yeah, very cool. Uh, it all sounds very strategic on the throttle program. But, you know, if you could boil it all down, boil the down, or excuse me, boil the message down, you know, what has your data shown to be the most important aspect of a successful reminder program?
1: Well, this is something where I'm going to give you guys a tip. It's not necessarily about throttle, but I think it's something that your listeners are going to um, appreciate. One Mm -hmm. of the things that we found is the most important aspect of any kind of successful reminder program is going to be email capture rate. The more emails and the more accurate emails that you can capture, it's a huge indicator for whether you're going to have a successful reminder program, the higher the percentage of customers with an accurate email address, the higher the percentage of returning customers. And and we can show that with data almost as a one-to-one thing. Um, And this has to do with the fact that you're able to reach them on multiple channels like we talked about earlier. Um, And email is a good way of kind of sending some of those other communications we were talking about like newsletters and holiday reminders and things like that. But what we've seen is that companies that have higher than an 80% capture rate are always the company, are always the locations that are at the top of the list for the highest number of returning customers. So make sure that um, you have a strategy, whether it's, you know, using the folks that are in your shop or when people are checking out to find and capture those email addresses and make sure that the, the experience, the customer experience we've been talking about makes you someone that they would trust to be able to use that email address and not to overuse it. And that's really what we found has been the most um, important aspect of a successful program.
0: Interesting, yeah. So, our, I mean, you've talked about multiple platforms of outreach, but it sounds like email has kind of emerged as the the go to point of contact, huh?
1: I think so. I mean, it's re- it, what it is is the email capture. I think what else there is to it though is that you're seeing um, the cust- the the companies that have found a way to accurately capture email addresses and to become that trusted partner. Um, You know, they're going to have a good a good mailing address and there's a really good chance that you're going to have a good text phone number. So that one that one data point email capture really kind of shows that you're going to have accurate information across all of your communication channels.
0: Awesome. Well, that is uh, some great information. Not only that, some information that listeners can take and go and take action on right after you're finished listening to this. Uh, Troy, is there anything else you wanted to add?
1: No, that's about it i mean we're here at throttle to help um with customer retention and um you know of course customer acquisition as well so um please feel free to reach out to us but um i hope this has been helpful for everybody and something like you said they can immediately act on and
0: start seeing some growth in this summer season thank you very much again for joining us this was troy bullock who is the director of business development for throttle a product of matrix imaging solutions Go forth with that advice and take action. Thanks again.